it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of... Woke and Free! Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 23rd episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesdays, you know that our show is all about being real and honest with each other and you. And we talk about everything and anything that is important to us, to you, and the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we are talking all about how you know when you can trust somebody. And before we get there, you know the drill. We have some ground rules to cover. First and foremost, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, or iHeartRadio? If not, please hold the presses, go and subscribe to Woken Free. We greatly appreciate your love and support. Secondly, share this episode. We are not a dirty little secret. Come on now, sharing is caring. Share the episode with a friend, with a family member, on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter. We love the we love. The love. And then lastly, I mentioned the social. Have you chatted with us? Have you reached out? Holler at us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared three things we do that make us successful. This week, I think we should share one thing we did as a child that we no longer do as an adult. That is a very peculiar request, Khalil. It's <laughs> ah, got you stumped, has uh, it, dearie? It makes me want to say something that's not PG-13 is how I <laughs> will phrase it. Oh, come on now. Exactly. So uh, to avoid uh, the... <laughs> People having to grab for a Bible. I will say uh, my share would be when I was a child, I could read without glasses. Now I need to read with glasses. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> that's a really great one. I told you my first response is something that's not allowed on air. Okay. Yep. So I guess we'll just go with your response you came up with there. <laughs> that's that's just terrible. I mean... It's a terrible question. No, it isn't. Because, look, <laughs> mine is pretty good. Okay. Well, when as a child, I used to want to wake up early, really early on Saturdays, just to watch the latest cartoons. The latest episodes would be on, and me and my brother would be very excited to watch this. So, now, I don't know. It's a lot different. I don't really care <laughs> for Saturdays and getting up. Now, I just get up later, and I don't look forward to, I don't know, any shows, really. So that's a big change. I used to look forward to these cartoons, but I don't know, just started to not care as much or something. That just sounds like you wake up depressed. So <laughs> I'm not quite sure how your answer's in any way more exciting than mine. <laughs> it definitely is. At least mine had to do with uh, something nice. Reading is critical for life. Yeah, but you're talking about like a, a physical change. <laughs> now having to yes. need glasses, it's like a medical thing. I, mean, that's I told like you, different. my answer is Mine's not, not medical PG-13. in nature. Yeah, mine is not medical in nature. Mine is just a change of heart. Because I still like, I, I still watch cartoons. Well, I watch anime, I would say. But I don't watch cartoons anymore, really. Yeah, Riveting. Riveting. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Moving change on. Change from child to adulthood. Si, senor. So, for today's topic, we are oh, talking... you're trying to move on that quick? <laughs> we are You talking. needed to let that brew a little bit. But... No, thank you. 
Hombre. Hombre. It's hombre. The H is silent. Oh, lo siento. Um, <laughs> for today's topic, we are talking about trustworthiness, right? So first and foremost, what makes a person trustworthy? I think it's hard to pin down. Uh, usually... It comes down to the actions somebody takes. I guess that lets you know if they're trustworthy. This person, they'll like share things with you that they never share with anyone else. Uh, if they trust you, then it's reasonable to assume they can be trusted. This alone is not an- enough, of course, but you would like to see that they are kind of calm at times, I guess. If, if you see them, that they're very calm and kind of friendly, maybe they can be trustworthy, I guess. Those are kind of some of the characteristics you would look for. Mm, okay. According to success.com, there are nine common trustworthy traits. Let's get into them. They are authentic, consistent, and they have integrity. They're compassionate. They are kind. They are resourceful. They are connectors. They are humble. Hey. And they are available. Agree Spe- or disagree? Speaking of humble, I got to buy the humble indie bum- bundle. I'm not even sure what you're referring to. The humble indie bumble bundle. I don't know how I keep saying bumble <laughs> because it rhymes. I guess you never heard of that. The humble indie bump no. bundle. No, I do not know uh. what you're speaking of. Can you uh, uh, educate somebody? It has nothing to do with this, but it just makes me. It reminds me. I got to put in a, a reminder to buy the um, the set they give out. So how it works is. Uh, every month they give out like a set of, uh, I guess, video games, mm-hmm. and it's uh, the money goes towards a charity. But what's kind of cool about it is you decide how much money you want to give to buy that set of games. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say they have a, they, they usually have a minimum. They might say for five dollars you get like ten of these games, mm-hmm. but if you donate more, you might get a bonus game. If you donate twenty, you get an extra game. Mm-hmm. But then all that money goes towards like a charity. It could go to like the wild. Life the society. cost of the game and the donation extra above your donation yeah all oh, your donation okay. actually goes right to that uh charity Very it's like cool. the the game the game developers are giving away money basically oh that's awesome they give away their money towards whatever charity Charities, for the yeah. for the month so the so rockstar is doing one mm-hmm. they're not really an independent developer but they have some nice games in there, so I'll probably donate. And you can donate above, too. You can donate whatever you want. Gotcha. So you can donate up and above whatever the minimum is. Okay. And the, all that money goes, to, like I said, to the charity, so it's a nice thing. So, Looney Tunes, how does that uh, have anything to do with, <laughs> with so the list? If, if, if a person buys you a humble indie bundle, then yeah. they're probably trustworthy. Uh, no. Because <laughs> they like to donate to Let's these charities. see what kind charities. of day this is. <laughs> You get it railroad, railroaded. Oh my gosh. Okay, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) What are untrustworthy traits? Okay, so we're moving on from what's trustworthy to untrustworthy. Well, according to Inc.com, and of course, all of our sources can be found on WokenFree.com, the five common traits to be on the lookout for would be, one, they lie to themselves, no, too many people who fit that category. Uh, <laughs> two, they project behaviors on you that are clearly not ones that you are exhibiting. They breach confident- oh, yeah. confidentiality. Yep. They show a lack of empathy. That's a shameful, shameful trait. Hmm. And uh, their emotional state is volatile. And they have a pattern of inconsistency and fickleness in their decisions. Wow. 
Agree or disagree. Yeah, I definitely agree on all those. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. if the person is, if their if their emotional state jumps up and down and back and forth, that definitely is not somebody you want to trust because they could just flip mm-hmm. on the sw- they could flip, flip the really switch. quick. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's not something you want to. That's not somebody you'd want to trust with secrets or anything, or mm-hmm. trust them to even go buy you some milk for your cereal. <laughs> like, don't do it. You're gonna have beer instead. You're gonna have beerios. Oh my gosh. Anything to add to that list, sir? <laughs> For untrustworthy traits. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, a big thing that, another thing that I made, that you didn't bring up was uh, somebody who like over promises and under delivers to me. Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's one. Uh, talking a big talk and continually not to fulfill, fulfill like what they said they would do. I think that's mm-hmm. a hint of someone who's untrustworthy. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Why do you think we like trust untrustworthy people, like people who are yeah talking a big talk and sadly not delivering, or they're emotionally not quite where they need to be? What what's going on there? I feel it's kind of like when people fall for the scams. You know, it's you're wooed by the thoughts of how somebody can like help you. Mm-hmm. So the untrustworthy people, they sort of they say things we want to hear instead of like the actual truth, according to. The conversation article, Why Do We Fall for Scams? Mm-hmm. Uh, they encourage people to use mental shortcuts to bypass thinking when making decisions. They play off our emotions. They give or offer favors. Okay. Interesting. So it's kind of a psychological um, deficiency on the person hearing the scam or the. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And they play off of that. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a couple of things. So what I found was interesting from shout out to psychology today. Love you all. You all have wonderful resources for people. Uh, They define trust as the foundation of all human connections from chance encounters to friendships and intimate relationships. It governs all the interactions we have with each other and no one would drive a car or walk down a sidewalk or board a train or an airplane if we didn't trust that other people were taking their responsibility seriously and would obey whatever rules apply to the endeavor at hand. And if you really think about that, I think that that's really what it comes down to. Because if you had to question (laughs) every single thing you did when you woke up, so for instance, let's, you know, picture it, guys, we're waking up. Is this bed really going to hold me? Uh, Do I have to get off and get on the floor? But is the floor really uh, (laughs) going to hold me up? Like, I mean, everything. It would be if you if you didn't have a certain. Yeah. Like if you didn't have a certain level of trust, then the world would be like a nightmare. I mean, there's, there's levels to trust, of course. You have to have at least like. A bare minimum yeah, of trust. Yeah, you know, way. like if I wake up and I turn and I see you, am I gonna be like, oh, is this really Khalil? Do I should should I punch you? Like, I what? could be in a disguise. Yeah, you know? you know what I mean, like, how do I know you're not pretending to be, you know, Becky? Like, how? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, at what point are you gonna accept your reality and or trust your reality? If you get, if you get on the bus, is that really a bus yeah. driver or is it just some lunatic who's gonna drive you exactly? Off a cliff? And <laughs> I mean, just like walking around like completely petrified. <laughs> And getting an airplane is the same thing. Yeah, you know, here you we hope go. that it's an actual pilot. Exactly, and not the, the Joker, like, having yeah. fun for the day. Like, yeah, you never know. Yeah. So I think that uh, otherwise our lives would be so uh, unbearably uncomfortable that we have to kind of, we've just decided that there's a baseline of trust. And then upon that, because we already are walking on premise of we can trust, then it becomes easier to trust the people who are not really trustworthy. And then that's how you have those shows like um, 
Mm-hmm. What, what was it called? Where they like they played these pranks on you? Oh yes. By, uh, what's his name? Oh yes. Aston, the butterfly effect. Austin Ashton Ashton Kushner. Kush, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it? What did he call? You've got you got you got played. Oh, I don't you remember the name of it now. Um, but yeah, but it's like that where they where they play these jokes on people, and it's it's kind of like funny. you're you're playing you're playing all people's <laughs> trust levels because yeah they'll be like yeah you're going to this yeah. this concert you won these tickets but actually yeah. no you're just walking into like a pile of uh, poo mm-hmm. or the something. hot ninety seven um, ride or die right up. where you're you know, you know, people oh, call like each that. other yeah, and they make and up they're like stories, oh right? I just got into a fight I'm gonna get locked up okay I'm oh, coming it's called punked That's punked yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, punked, yeah exactly so I think it's it's easy we're already in the mindset of I want to trust so yeah, it's we not trust when we can. hard to it makes extend it easier, that right yeah how do you deal with untrustworthy people. You have to come to terms with yourself if you really need this person in your life or mm-hmm. can they just be removed from it? If this is someone you want to rely on, just realize that since they can't be trusted, you can't really give them responsibility mm-hmm. unless you're okay with that task not being done. So don't ask an untrustworthy person to like uh, cash your check or something mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. when it makes sense unless you unless you don't care about them taking the money. True, true, exactly. Uh, You know, according to Forbes, again, the article is found on WokenFree.com, they say that there are four steps that you need to take. First, you have to understand the impact this uh, is having on you, right? So if it's, it's, yeah, a matter of I gave money to this person and they said they were going to deposit it and now they didn't deposit it and you're short for rent. Like what, what's the totality of uh, the decision that you've made with this person? Uh, are you going to, how are you going to confront the behavior? Are you going to confront the person or do you need to report this behavior to someone else? Are there other people now involved? Uh, you need to take action to address the impact. Right. And so you kind of deal with the, with the fires that you have to put out because of this untrustworthy person. And then you have to figure out how you're going to move forward. So what were the lessons learned? Uh, Is this person going to remain to be someone in your life despite their behaviors and also reflecting on what you could have done differently, not victim blaming, but just like, you know, where, what was the judgment that you were making that led to the ultimate decision? I think that's important. Yeah. How how has untrustworthy people affected you in your life? Mm, mm. Mm. Here we go. We're going to drop some shade. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a positive show, guys. Come on. Yeah, we're about being woke, right? You bet. And free. You know it. <laughs> so uh, I would say it comes down to a couple of primary categories. First, uh, I married you, right? So someone that I could actually trust, someone that I didn't have to worry that if you said you're going to work, that I have to go and look at my phone and track where you are because yes, I can do that as you can do the same for <laughs> me and see that you're not in X town, right? I, nice. I, <laughs> I wanted to have a relationship where I knew that your word was your word. Now, you know, obviously you don't say everything and there are surprises in life, but at the end of the day, you know, I think there's a baseline of trust that is much superior than anyone else that I know. Uh, so that was, and I, that happened because I was surrounded by liars. <laughs> <laughs> so it motivated me to wow. say, I must run towards the truth and embrace it like my BFF. Uh, nice. Yep. It's actually a good thing. Secondly, the circle of liars that... 
I grew up knowing and seeing uh, and behaving in my life motivated me to make sure that the select friends and people in my network of that I would deem a network of support was going to be a tight circle of people that I deem trustworthy. Now, again, you don't know every single thought in someone's head, but what I do know is that the people I purposely and strategically surround myself with are intentionally uh, really kind of uh, trying to live a life that is all about what they want and making sure that they are being a great contributor to their family, to their community, etc. And so that was uh, something that motivated me. And then lastly, like just making sure that I'm focused on my time and what I want to do. And so I don't have to spend time with people that are not trustworthy or that I have to question when you say X, do you really say Y? I'm not interested in those types of storytelling games. Some people think it's fun. I can just watch Young and Restless. Shout out to Young and Restless. All right, that's fair <laughs> enough. It's caused me to be more discerning towards new people I meet. When I was younger, I would trust what people said at face value. Mm -hmm. Now, not so much. I think more about what is said and why it's said. Mm. So I'm a little bit more... Uh, Guarded, I guess? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. I couldn't tell. You couldn't? <laughs> you could not? No, no, dearest. Yes. You seem like... Hidden secret. Yes. You seem like an open book. Yep. Excellent. Definitely. I'm an open book for you. Yep. I see what you want. Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh, Munster Cheese. Word. Nice. <laughs> so can you really forgive untrustworthy people when they kind of wrong you? The best answer lies with something I read on the internet, mm -hmm. a WikiHow article to be exact called How to Forgive Someone Who Lied to You. Mm -hmm. It gives 12 steps for people to try. Reflect on whether it was a true lie. Does the other person acknowledge he or she lied? Is the other person willing to talk about it? Why the lie? Is the other person sorry? Is he or she willing to make amends? Hey, everybody lies. Forgiving means moving on. Take a leap of faith and trust again. Mm -hmm. Do not confuse forgiveness for trust. Mm. Forgiving without a person apologizing. Mm -hmm. Reflect on whether you are too quick to forgive or too slow to let go of a grudge. Interesting. I loved how your energy really decreased. <laughs> yeah, I was starting not to go along with some of the steps they want you to try oh, at the okay. end. So it's kind of just like, hmm. But I do like how I, I liked some of the, the beginning steps. I think they kind of were okay. things to think about. Interesting. So my answers, uh, as per usual, you all know how I do, is quite full itself. Uh, so I would say before uh, I became a Jedi, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> you are not the Jedi. I am the true Jedi. I am your father. <laughs> true that. Um, no, rather, uh, like George Washington said, I cannot tell a lie, right? I think that forgiveness is something that is not something that comes particularly easy for me. I definitely have to work on that uh, continuously because uh, growing up, I had found that when someone had wronged you, it 
to me, it just seemed to say, uh, well, the person kind of showed their true colors with you. And so if they've done you wrong, what's to prevent them from doing more wrong against you? But, you know, people aren't perfect. So you have to kind of think through every circumstance, every situation, who the person is, and really make the appropriate judgment calls. I would say... You know, forgiving is not forgetting. Exactly. Exactly. You there's a difference. And yeah. so you have to really think about, you know, is this someone, you know, yeah, stole a piece of Munster cheese from you or did the person, you know, steal your your man? Did they, you okay. know, get the job that Who's you stealing were stealing a man? Come on now. That uh, people are pretty heavy. How are you gonna like walk off and take somebody with you? I oh, think you'll wow. notice that. I think you're ready for your stand up right now, yeah. No, I don't understand how you can do what you're saying. Kevin Hart, watch out, man. Nobody. No. Um, oh, come on now. I think Dave Chappelle would have liked that one. Maybe. Um, you know, so it's 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 a concept that's it's struggling. It's it's a hard for me. I would say, yeah. Ultimately, the line, you know, for to forgive but not forget is something that probably lays true with me and. I think that uh, for every relationship, you have to make a decision and figure it out. But uh, I am a Virgo at the end of the day. And, you know, Virgos are kind of harsh when it comes to to judgment and deciding whether or not we uh, keep you or X you out. And for those who know me, <laughs> Very they know how I do. So uh, I'll just say that was a lot. And the answer was muddled in in the minutia of everything that was said. <laughs> that was a mouthful. Word. Here we go. Here we go. It's scenario time. Scenario one. Your cousin Gregory always asks to borrow small change when you all are out and about. Or pick up part of the tab when he can't cover his part of the bill. You've never directly asked for Gregory to pay you back because you know his family is not as well off as you are. You two like to buy scratch-offs at your local bodega from time to time, but this time, Gregory wins a couple of thousands of dollars. Wow. You jokingly ask how he will treat his favorite cousin with the money earned, but he gets serious and storms away from you like he was offended. Should you start spending less time with Gregory after this occurrence? Seriously? Seriously, Khalil? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, you think his name should have been Greg? Because Gregory's kind of like too formal. No comment on the name and uh, nomenclature oh, okay. of this scenario. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, I still have some questions. <laughs> you have questions? <laughs> I have questions like a, for your questions. This seems like a simple answer. No, um, is, is, his, is Gregory's family still not doing well? Of course they're not. Why would they be doing well? And would all they? Of a okay, my follow-up question is: Do they expect these thousands that Gregory is now one to kind of infiltrate its way into the family? His family? I don't think Gregory's going to tell them about it. To be honest. Oh, he's going to hustle them. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, he's been hustling you out of money every every chance he gets. He's not like he's not like the nicest and, uh, of people. Am I not doing well? Is that why I'm now asking? No, you're well to... off. But you remember, you gave Gregory mad money. You pay for all of the meals and. I gave or I loaned. <laughs> well, it was a loan. He has he 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 always wanted to borrow. He said he'd pay you back, and he never did. Without terms or conditions. No, or anything no, this is all verbal. 
all verbal agreements. And then he always, <sighs> he did the thing too, where you'd sit at the table and the check, the, the bill would come and he'd just look in his pockets. He'd be like, Oh, <laughs> he'd make a face. He'd throw up his hands and you, you'd just say, forget about it. This is it. a very sad sitcom. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's crazy. This is what this guy did. He says he forgot. He forgets his wallet. It's so hard to remember to bring it. Um, okay. This is your cousin. Remember. I would I wouldn't say that you, well I mean listen <laughs> relationships are relationships outside of blood I would say I wouldn't necessarily stop spending time with Gregory unless by him keeping his money and not paying me back was going to create a sense of me feeling resentful or disturbed by the fact that he doesn't want to pay me back because really if someone keeps saying I'm, I you know I got you I got you they most likely don't got you and so you need to come to terms with the fact that if you're giving the money away that you, sh- you you're either ex- if you're you shouldn't really expect it to get it back from someone like this person so if you now all of a sudden think that he should give it then you know you're you might be you know beep out of luck so uh, my thing would say keep spending time with him. Stop giving your money because obviously <laughs> you maybe don't want to depart with your money. Well, but it's a hard situation when you're both at the table and the bill comes. Stop eating together. Oh, okay, so you do have to spend less time eating. With no, him you least. can spend as much time with him. Just stop eating and spending money together. Oh, all right, it's so your stop money. spending money then yes. when you're around him. Yes. Okay, that that's a go to the park. Okay. Exercise right. for free. <laughs> All right. So you're going to just spend, you're spend, spend time your time with God. differently. Yep. Excellent. I don't know what that has to do with Gregory, <laughs> but okay then. <laughs> Scenario two. Natalie seems really nice. You've only known her for three months, but feel like she is someone who has her back. She stood up for you when others tried to belittle you. She has also taught you some tubular surfing moves, which makes you feel like a pro surfer. You've also heard some not-so-nice things from a couple of friends about Natalie backstabbing people in the past. What should you do with this newfound information? Haters are gonna hate. I think that, (laughs) you know, Natalie, people, uh, someone just recently told me that people show you who they are by pretty much telling you who they are and you have to listen, right? And that's, I think, uh, loosely formed from a quote by the late and great Maya Angelou. And I think that you need to develop your relationship with, the continue. I would need to continue my relationship with Natalie and see for myself what are her trustworthy and untrustworthy characteristics. You can't make a decision based on hearsay or rumors of other people because, you know, now that, now that you've heard this information i mean really you could actually create a situation now where now you're like oh here you go chick because you've now put it into your universe and you're like oh maybe she's really not trust you know you you, i think you should just ignore it look at look at the facts look at the time you spend with her is she trustworthy is she is she not so i would say i would stop speaking to people who keep gossiping that's my response even if they were your friends who told you (laughs) Virgos are harsh, man. Wow. <laughs> I mean, again, what what is there? I would ask, the lawyer and me would say, well, let's let's look at the facts. Let's uh, what's your information? What's your source? What are the what was the situation about? Because maybe she acted that way for X Y Z reasons, right? Like you you have to find out the full story. But either way, so how do you find out the full story? Do you go to Natalie and say, hey, Natalie, I well, heard some stuff. Well, she knows she knows you're now then been gossiping behind her, so now she oh, might crap. stop talking to you because it's kind of <laughs> right. Like, wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> now you lose out on that friendship just for asking. People you can be very no, petty, look, though. You weren't, go- you weren't gossiping. Your friends told you that. It wasn't, you didn't bring her, you were just talking, and then your friends brought that up. So she's taking that out on you as a gossip thing? That's Have you heard up. the phrase, people shoot the messenger? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it like 300? You get kicked down into yeah, the pit? Yeah, right into the pit. This is Sparta? Yeah! Like, <laughs> it's like that, wow. I feel that that's a possibility. Because I've been there. I've been that situation yeah, where I've said, up, hey, boo, this person was said, and then they look at you side-eyed, and they're like, oh, I see what you're about. And you're like... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah so... People love to kill the messenger. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta take the information from your friends and then just continue ah, to assess. So you can hire a private detective then. It's like that. Are you marrying Natalie? (laughs) (laughs) But she seems really, she's been so cool to you. You want to make sure she's really cool and will always have your back. It's not that serious. (laughs) It was. I mean, she's defended you, so don't you want to make sure she's true? I guess this must be Sparta. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you can get like a, a, a private detective on Fiverr or something. Like five bucks and they'll follow her around for five days or something. I don't know how that works. Maybe it's possible you could get a discount or maybe go to Groupon, right? Groupon. Get a nice deal on that. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Scenario three. Henrietta is a decent web developer who just married a person with a trendy laundromat. It has its own app, social media accounts, and even a web page. While perusing the new app for bugs, she found out with the right login credentials, the app led to some web page on the dark net that looked like some kind of money exchange. After some digging, she was able to conclude her spouse's laundromat business is really being used to launder money for anonymous organizations. What is the newlywed to do with this information uncovered? Did you watch uh, Sopranos before writing this? <laughs> this, this probably would more tie into... Um... Like a little Breaking Bad, maybe mixed with Sopranos. Ah, okay. A Interesting. Bit. Interesting. Um, hmm. So this is now her husband that she's discovered this information. Or I'm now, I'm Henrietta, and I'm, I've discovered this about yeah. my spouse. Okay. If you put yourself in Henrietta's shoes. Ugh. And obviously she didn't do enough inform- like digging while she was dating this person before getting married. Uh, is Does she have accounts on any of this information? Like, is she, le- like, is she legally tied to the laundry mat or any no, of that stuff? No, she's not stuff? legally tied okay, to good. it. Um, just, that's out of just curiosity. Uh, <laughs> um... I mean, does she feel safe confronting him about this, or does she feel like she might get, you know, <laughs> cleaned? Like, <laughs> yeah, this guy just seems like a he seems like a normal entrepreneur. He no? won't cut her up and eat her, or well, serve he doesn't her seem like that. Or something. Okay, He's, I mean, he says it puts the lotion on his skin sometimes, but <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> God help you. <laughs> Um, so if she won't die, then if, okay, I won't die, uh, I would confront, uh, my... Well, you assume you won't die. You have a level of trust that you I mean, definitely have your will and everything in order. So first get your will in order, say... Hey, uh, husband, let's get no, get your will. separate will done. Oh, okay. And make sure your accounts are, you know, uh, going where they need to go. And that, you know, also that there's someone in your corner that knows that you're going to be confronting your husband about a very sensitive matter. So if you go missing, that... 
<laughs> people know wow. that there was this transaction that happened before you went missing. And hopefully your husband's not tapping your phone because then he hears Well, that, I mean, yeah, have lunch. <laughs> that he knows. In another state, in a club with music banging. Oh, okay. <laughs> that people can... Well, yeah, you can make it really tough, yeah. Yeah. Um, it has to be face-to-face, yeah. Man. Yeah, face-to-face, no, no texting, no, yeah, none of that stuff. Um, and confront your husband, and uh, hopefully he can explain himself, and you don't have to, you know, snitch on him and send him to the feds. But most likely you will. <laughs> <laughs> so, it sucks to be you, hubby. <laughs> but it's a laundromat. He's cleaning clothes, he's cleaning money. I mean, what's wrong with that? Uh... Any problem with being a criminal? <laughs> uh, that's what's wrong with that scenario. But he likes the clean stuff. I mean, I don't know. This guy's a cleaner. Just let him clean. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It is that time again. I don't know about you. It is. But that was quite a disturbing scenario round. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I can't wait for next week's <laughs> scenarios. And what was this week? We are at the end of our 23rd episode of Woke and Free. Woo-hoo! And it was quite the episode. And just to recap, uh, amongst all the laughter, we were talking all about how you know when you can trust someone and also dealing with the aftermath of when when you kind of do get burned from other people who are not so trustworthy. Now, will I leave you hanging for what our next episode is all about? (laughs) On our next episode, we will be discussing immigration and what is going on in this country, the good old U.S. of A, for all those listeners that aren't from the U.S. of A, or as they like to say in Canada and in Europe, the States, make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you want to be a guest on our show, which I know you do, make sure you submit a topic for an upcoming episode and share how you feel and why you think we should talk about something and why you're the right person to join us for this conversation. How do you do it? You go to WokenFree.com and you contact us on our Contact Us page. Now, you know I've said it earlier, and I'm happy to say it again. We are very, 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 very social on social media. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Until next time.